Welcome to the Paperless Movement Podcast. I'm Tom Solid, your host, and I'm so excited to share another thrilling episode with you, where I deep dive into the digital productivity space together with my guests. As usual, this episode is not sponsored. However, providing you this value for free is only possible thanks to all of you who are part of the Paperless Movement membership. You allow me to stay independent with my opinion. But also as a member, you can join these interviews live when they are recorded for a chance to ask your own questions and you'll even get access to chapterized video versions of this and previous episodes. So if you'd like to become a member eager to max out the full potential of your digital productivity system, check out paperlessmovement.com. And now, without further ado, let's dive into this chat. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Paperless Movement podcast. Today, I have Jakob Engels with me, and I have to be careful to actually speak English because we've just been speaking German. So actually, Jakob, he is from Germany. It was easy for me to talk about the tool that we will talk about today, which is all about document signatures, so e-signatures, actually. But now they have a tool which is called Paperless or Platform, and This is built in Germany, but it is provided internationally. So really interesting to learn more about this. But the interesting part of the podcast will be that we talk about general e-signature because this is something I didn't dip into too much yet. I was using e-signature software and tools, but this is really swamped with alternatives that you can pick besides DocuSign and Adobe Sign. So yeah, cannot wait to start. Maybe you introduce yourself. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me and thanks for the invites. Nice, nice being here. And yes, as you said, Jacob from Germany, actually I'm based in Munich, but the company Payables is based in Frankfurt. Also my co-founders are there. And actually we started the business in 2020. So already two years ago in February and then developed the whole platform for a whole year before we decided that now we've got an MVP ready to launch it into the market. And then since beginning of last year, 2021, we are officially live. We are selling to clients and we try to make their lives and their document and contract management as simple as possible. Yeah. And we met already last year. So it was the first contact where we talked about, and actually I reached out to you. So it's not like that you approached me and begged me to come on a show or something like this. I just saw you on LinkedIn and I saw what you're presenting there. And I thought, well, that's really an interesting approach. And if a company calls themselves paperless, of course, you have to be on the paperless movement and discuss how paperless you actually are and yeah. what it is, what problem that you are solving there. Yeah. And looking into this and had this call with you where you gave me a bit of a walkthrough through the MVP, as you mentioned already, I was already intrigued to learn more about this and I want to share this with my community and can't wait to learn more about this. In short, what's the tool all about? What, what yeah. is it that you provide there? Yeah. So Paperless is a platform where you can actually create, sign, manage your digital documents and contracts and also automate the whole workflow. And as you said in the beginning, e-signatures is a part of the whole software of the whole platform that we're having, but there's so much actually that you need to take into account before sending out a contract. And after you've got a signed contract that we also cover on the platform, especially the whole building of efficient 
and intelligent and flexible documents. And then also the analytics behind it, how many documents are sent, how many are filled and signed, and also what to do with the data. That's in short is, is what we do today. That's really interesting. So we already at the point for the, the advantage over, over having something like PDF expert or any other PDF annotation tool that we know from the iPad. I just sign the PDF and I send it via email to the person back and the contract is done. So when you compare, you probably don't want to hear this, but of course I compared for my community. How do we compare it here? So what's the advantage of using paperless over normal PDF signatures? You are 100% right when you say the market is crowded and actually it's a, it's a red ocean. There's so many e-signature tools out there, but just like you said, they all focus on signing a PDF and basically that's the only thing that they do. They try to make a PDF signable and fillable, but we, for our part, noticed that duct taping together tools like Google docs and words, and then exporting the contract that you've built there, uploading it into an e-signature tool. Then you might be on your mobile phone or on your iPad and a PDF is just simply not responsive, right? It's there to be printed out. We actually face the pain that it takes a lot of time for the whole process. And that is where we come in because we say it shouldn't be a pain to send out a simple business document or a simple contract. And you shouldn't spend a lot of time personalizing it in Word and Google Doc and then exporting it and uploading it again, but actually have everything in one single source for your contracts where you actually spend most of the time when thinking and and managing your contracts. Yeah. I was actually even going simpler there because many, me included, I get the contract via PDF on email, just a plain PDF attached to an email. I sign it with my iPad and then I send it back via email and that's the contract. So I was more going into the direction of security and you mentioned it already, Uh, people create this, but it's already good if they create it somewhere else and upload it to a system where they have a tracking of the signatures and there's proof. So I, I wanted to talk a bit more about this advantage of a simple PDF annotation software, which just mm-hmm. allows to write onto the PDF with an Apple pencil or on a different device with different stylus versus having it on a e-signature platform in general. Basically three questions coming to my mind uh, when, when thinking about signing a PDF and that is A, where does the document come from? Because Hmm. it just simply needs to come from somewhere. And most of the times, if it's a personalized document that includes your name, for example, or your address, which you normally find in in contracts, someone needs to create it and then export it as a PDF. So that's step number one, and then send it out to you as a, as a PDF. And then second question is, how do you want to sign it? Not everyone is as tech savvy as you are, I'd say, and has all these applications. But most of the people actually, once they receive it, they are a bit lost if they... Well, what they usually would do, what they yeah. usually would do, yeah. print it out, they sign it, they scan it back, make a picture from it, and then they right. send it back. So yeah. Right. So for the, for the, actually the signee, the whole experience is also not that great. And then once your, your sender of the document or of the contracts receives the signed document, third question is, what do they want to do with it? And most of the times they then need to manually extract the information because a PDF itself is not a smart document and, and rather static than, than flexible and, and innovative. 
and they extract this information manually via copy paste and put it into their CRM system. And in every of these steps, you can cut out so much time and enhance your productivity. If you start off right with a flexible document from the beginning on, it just makes the whole process so much easier for everyone involved in the process. Now we're getting there where I see the advantage. So you're telling me that I can create forms for people to fill out rather than a PDF document. And these fields are actually later on in a database that I can leverage. Ah, there we go. Right. You That's can, you can every information that is put into the document, for example, your address or your name can be extracted from the document and then with our API or through Sapir, for example, we're huge fans of Sapir, be put into other systems like your CRM system or your ERP system. And then, yeah, these data can just simply be used for the next steps or to populate new documents and send them out and the name and all the information are already included in there. So it's actually like a smart workflow that you can build with. This is really great. So. I see now the unique value proposition there. I haven't done intense research on e-signature software, so I don't know if there's anyone out there. Maybe you can answer this because you made a competition research probably, market research. But yeah, this is really a step in between that I really like. So I would expect, and correct me if I'm wrong, that tools like DocuSign and Adobe Sign and so on, at most, they provide you a storage for these documents that are signed. But that's it. So you have a board that is secure where your contracts are laying and it is for the law. It's, it's great to have it in this place. So, but you go beyond that. I can actually grasp the information that's on the PDF before it goes into the storage by using something like the automation software, Sapia, and then we can extract the data and put it in the place where it needs to be, which ultimately is then my single source of truth. So fabulous movement members. They know what I'm talking about when we look at i -Core. This is really something where I would say that's the R in i -Core, the refined part, workflow automation and optimization. So the workflow we have here is having contracts signed in your business and store them. So we have them in control, but we only have these documents and that they are detached from the other source that we have, the CRM, as you mentioned already, where my my customers actually live and I have a disconnection there. So the only thing that I could imagine in other e-signature softwares is that I have a link of this particular document, which is manually attached to the CRM profile. And then add, I have at least the link to the contract, but you, as I said, you go beyond to this and extract the data directly into CRM. So how do you ensure that the data is extracted properly? And will you also provide a URL back to the original source? So people always can refer to the original document because that's, that's the relevant file that you need. And the other information that I add to the CRM is just for information, but it's not for yeah. working. Got it. So. Yes. Got it. So how do we ensure that the data is actually correct? That is put into a contract or extracted in the right way. And that is rather technical. And I, myself, I'm, I'm, I'm not a techie. But I've been in some conversations with, with my technical co-founder and he told me that every of the input fields in the contract 
right? Once you build a contract, you drag and drop the input fields in there, has a specific so-called slug. And the slug is uh, a unique name or a unique ID that you put into every field. And then once you build the integration into your other tool, let's stick to the example with the CRM, you can say the name input field in Paperless is actually also the name input field in the CRM system. And then the data gets it and put into the CRM system. Okay, so that's how you synchronize it then. But when you talk Slack, then I hope that you have encryption there because if it just shows the URL with the name in the end as a Slack, but that's the that's what I understand by a Slack. It's the end piece of a URL that identifies this specific page or item it's referring. To. It is encrypted. Every of the documents is encrypted in Payables. We've got a super high standard in security. Also quite interesting when you like look at the competitive scape on where the on, on where the other solutions, for example, have their, their their data centers where they host. And we focus on just hosting in Germany, actually in, in Nuremberg and Falkenstein. And the data never leaves the, the European Union from our contracts. And the contracts itself, it itself has said, are encrypted with a 256-bit key yeah. that makes sure that the data actually stays safe. Because we are aware that there might be very sen sensitive data sent through the paperless documents. Especially when you integrate automations and things like this. And we have seen some note-taking apps where if certain names of images or anything like this, you can just open the images, look at their notes and things like this. And this is why I asked about the URL and the slug there. But yeah, I expected this. And do you think it's an advantage to have a German platform there? I mean, GDPR, it's, it's pretty annoying for myself as a website developer or running their own website, because this really goes beyond what I think is relevant that we need to do. There's certainly easier ways to, to be secure. But on the other hand, these high standards that I also fulfill for GDPR ensure allows us to be highly secure area in, in Europe. And this is why it's a good thing to say you are using European servers instead of USA. So nobody has access to this data without allowing this information. But talking about GDPR, this is exactly the thing. Do you make people aware that they use your software for contract. Usually you, the people would need to inform the customers that they're using paperless. When we go for, go for JDPR, they're using paperless, that this is where the data is stored. And then once they use Sapia and extract the data and place it into a different CRM, they, those customers need also to make it sure that the, the customers need to be informed that their data is stored somewhere else and it is transferred using Zapier and all this. And this is the craziness behind this. I mean, I see the sense, but how do you, how do you access things like this? How do you? Yeah, that's correct. Very interesting. So every time someone signs a document on Paperless and it's all web-based, right? So you click on the link or you see the window that says open document now you actually need to accept the terms and conditions first before you're actually able to fill and sign the contract. And if you jump into the terms and, con and conditions, you will actually find every, everything on there on the list and also our contract, how we use the data. And we say in there that some of the clients actually use our Sapir integration and then we can make sure that the data just stays 
within our data centers, but they leave us. But actually that's why we right now try to focus more on building and pushing our own API and not relate on Sapir as the middleman between all these different software pieces. That's just how we started because oh, yeah. we know, yeah, that's just how we noticed that in order to be able to sell to mid-market clients or enterprise clients, we need to fit into their existing ecosystems and not be a standalone solution. And Sapir just came in very handy at that point because it's so easy and convenient to use. But as you said, in order to be fully compliant with all the GDPR and also the EDOS regulation that there is in electronic identification, actually we recommend when this is very high standard to use our own API to integrate different tools. Yeah. And this makes it also easier to mention it in the terms and conditions because you know how your API works. Yeah, this is great. And this is where I also thought this is a great solution so far, what I saw there. But let's get back to the competition. Let's use DocuSign because this is also the platform that I signed the most contracts on. How do you compare paperless to Do? I mean, you already mentioned that we have the storage and here we're extracting the data. Is there anything else? Yeah, there. it's like, it, it's a bit like comparing a, a, a bicycle and Ferrari, come on, say it. So who is the, which is this, which is the Ferrari then? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to answer the question that would be both, but, but I mean, both bring you from A to B, right? You can get your job done. And in marketing, we, we speak, we're speaking of jobs to be done, right? Every time someone buys a product or decides to buy a product, they've got a job they need to do. And also with paperless, it is most of the times getting a contract. So we both bring the client from, from A to B and make sure in the end that there's a, a legally binding signature on the document. But that's actually the only thing that DocuSign focuses on, signing a document. And that document is a PDF. And we had the struggles of having a PDF. It's, it's static. It's not flexible. It's not, it, it, it's not good for taking in information. It's, it's rather, yeah, it, it, it's not nice to use. It's not nice to sign. Whereas we focus on the whole process of building nice, appealing, secure documents that you can then easily personalize, send out, and then also manage on the platform. And that comes yes. with, with, with two more things that DocuSign also hosts in the US, in the States. You can pay a lot more money and then you get European hosting, but I guess for the, the normal client, it's just not affordable and it's just a expensive tool. Yeah. For DocuSign. Yeah. 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 And, and it's also for paperless, it's standard. Yeah. We actually only have the data centers in, in Germany. Mm -hmm. We don't have any other data centers. That's where we really focus on. Yeah. And then also the, the, the whole business model is, is different because DocuSign builds their clients based on the numbers of, of, of signatures, volume based, and we have actually a flat pricing and our pricing, everything is included and you can sign as many documents as you want and still get a very high standard of support via telephone, via mail or, or in app. And that's all a bit, yeah, dangerous when it comes to, to the partnership that you want to have with a software and uh, with a software uh, and, and speaking of DocuSign there, it's not always what you, what you. Okay. That's also interesting. So are you not afraid that there are really heavy users there and, or is there a mixed calculation then? So you have a flat rate for everybody. 
Some people will use uh, the server capacities, others won't use it. So in, in the mix, it averages out, correct? It, it averages out with the licenses that we sell. And then now that we are more enterprise ready than, for example, back in the days when we first spoke, mm -hmm. where we still been more like of an island, all-in-one solution, we are also having more and more clients that are just focusing on our API. And then it is about API requests that they, that they have. And then the billing model is different. Oh, the billing model. So you have an enterprise model then. Yeah, you have exactly. a call and then you figure out how much it would be. Got exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. All right. Very interesting. Very interesting. I have to get back to the tool now that we have these new features there. Anything else that I don't know yet? So I made some notes about where I asked, is it just a signature software or can I also store other documents in there? So use it as a document management system. I mean, as you have an API parsing PDFs and extracting data from searchable PDFs might be also a thing that's interesting there. So do you go for this, that you want to expand into this area that you have an all-in-one storage there, or do you want to focus on e-signature only? For now, we really want to focus on the contracts sent through paperless and not all the other documents around it, but we actually like one of, one of our main focuses is building the software based on customer requests and customer feedback. And if we have enough customers that wish to upload other documents, their builds, for example, yeah, it would certainly be a question of prioritizing in, in tech and then maybe moving into that direction. But for now it's not. Yeah. It could be a completely different product that very well integrates with paperless. So that's another thing. No, that that's good. Any future outlooks, what is to come yeah. for easy, for paperless? Yeah. So for now we try to become more like Stripe. I'm not a big fan of comparisons, but I guess that's a big comparison, but I guess the whole internet pays with Stripe, but only a few percent of the people paying. So you want to Stripe become the standard for. You want to become the standard for e-signatures. It, it, it's, it's more about, it's more about the API first thought mm -hmm. behind it that not a lot of people know about Stripe, but everyone uses it because it's so convenient and it's so deeply into integrated into existing software. And we're not a company that needs to blast out that, Hey, we are paperless and sign your paperless document right now. But in the bigger picture, we could also imagine we are just a player in the background, a sales rep clicks on send contracts, and then the smart, intelligent document is sent out to the prospect. He or she signs it, and then data that's in the contract gets pulled back into the CRM without ever noticing that you've used paperless there. So this is actually, so you're offering white label there. So I yes. actually use the whole system on my website. Um, integrating it this way with my own branding. And I would just look as an awesome website because I have this feature that people sign their contracts. That's, that's also an interesting approach. So you're setting the standard and everybody knows, gets used that if, if you don't have this type of document signature, then you don't meet the quality standards. Like you, if you're not offering credit card payment and only PayPal, then you're missing out. This is Stripe, by the way, guys, yes. in the background. I mean, I have to explain my tax lawyer in Germany still how Stripe works and it's still not a big thing in Germany. And 
this is making me crazy when it comes to taxes, also PayPal and things, but slowly we're getting there in Germany as well. Yeah. But Stripe is awesome. I even wonder that, that PayPal has not a harder time competing with Stripe because yeah. all the things they offer, the integrations, the reports, all this is just top notch in, in Stripe. Yeah. And I guess they, they for now really focused on like smaller companies and, and more tech savvy companies that understand APIs and can put it into their existing ecosystems. But once Stripe gets more of a, a product for the mass and mid market and enterprise companies, yeah, probably PayPal is going to have a, a harder time. So let's wait another year, another two years, and then, and then we'll see. But I'm certainly very, very, very interested in, in how they're going to continue the journey and also how we at Payless are going to continue the journey. We said in the beginning, it's, it's such a crowded space and we need to move fast and we need to build features quick in order to stay ahead and actually be competitive. But also stable features. I mean, looking at ClickUp growing very fast, but it's still a bug fest there because they're publishing so many features. Of course, you're introducing issues this way. So I'm more a fan of having the foundation of your tool and then build slowly on this. Also, when people request features that you don't just don't be like the flag in the wind because you cannot serve everybody. But you, you mentioned it, like Stripe is really the foundation where everything is built on. And you have really the, the solution, in my opinion, as well, where, where it can be expanded in different ways. I love it. So. I, I would love to have you in a live session inside the Papers Movement membership where my members could join as well. And you give us a live walkthrough through the tool and then explain a bit more. So would you, would you like to join us? Of course. I knew you would say that. There's no chance that you can say no. It just makes sense. I mean, I've been, I've been definitely doing some research on this community and I guess the whole idea of your paperless movements fits perfectly to a product like paperless because yeah, you try to make people's life easier, although there might be existing solutions because there are solutions for everything, but you can also always squeeze out a certain percentage. And that's yeah. kind of where we are. As well. Yeah. The paperless movement is all about making people aware what they actually need. So they realize what they really need instead of running after the shiny objects. And this is why. We have so many different tool experts and companies also in the paperless movement, which I'm very proud of. And the, you will be a great addition, I'm sure about this. And I'm happy to have these in the closed communities and walk through sessions where we learn a lot more. So anything you want to tell my community that they should know before we close the interview? Yeah, we, we've got a, a 30 day free trial. We just finished our self onboarding. So for anyone who's interested, the barrier is very low right now to enter the product. And if anything was interesting, also feel free to reach out to me direct via, via LinkedIn. I'm very active there, for example, or through Tom, I, I guess. And to answer your question. Yeah, this is great. Um, looking forward to have further discussions about this and anybody else who wants to check this out, members listening to the podcast, watching the live view inside the membership. Check out the videos or the next events that we have with Jacob, Jacob, where we go into much more detail how all this system works. So, Jacob, I thank you very much for being on this show. Very interesting talk, a topic that wasn't covered in the past so much, e-signatures. And I think uh, it just added another piece of the whole i puzzle. And 
Thank you very much for being on the show. It was a pleasure being here. Thanks again for the, for the invite. Absolutely. Bye. Bye.